the ASOS podcast. Yo, welcome to the ASOS podcast. It's the first of 2022, guys. I'm joined today by Manny. I'm joined today by Ollie. Yo, yo, and yo. I'm joined today by Morva Lee, and of course, hey. I'm Matthew. So, um, guys, what's your socials? Let's go by the way I, I introduced you. So, Manny, you're first. You can follow me, Manuel Yates90, at um, on Twitter. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> you can also follow the main ESOS um, account, uh, ESOS underscore on Twitter and Instagram. More really? Oh, Hi, everybody. <laughs> it wasn't me. What? Should I go first? All right, see. Hi, everybody. My name is Morvely, and you can find me at Morvely, that's M O R V I A L E E, on Instagram and Twitter. That was definitely rhyming for a second. I was appreciating. So like, yeah. Did you say rhyming? It was rhyming, though. You started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's because I can spit, but low key, I just don't like put my talent out there like that. <laughs> so, you're going to be, are you going to like try your hand up becoming a female rapper or something? Like yeah. The new, the new Steph London. New. She's in her own lane, I'm in my own, isn't it? Okay, you're gonna be like more of more of Craydon. Who? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a really bad joke. Um Ollie, what's your socials, bro? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OC Clark. No, you can't because he doesn't tweet anything. Okay, guys. So I tweeted today. I tweeted today. I saw you, you. You basically saw my tweet, and then you fucking copied it. What tweet? About Nas. I didn't see your tweet. I don't oh, have tweet notifications yeah, on for you. Yeah, yeah. I swear on my life, but I'm gonna yeah. find it and I'm gonna retweet <laughs> it. I'm gonna one up you. Ten minutes later, you tweeted the same thing. Do you know what it was because I just finished listening to the album. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only reason why I said it. I just finished mm-hmm. listening to the album. Hands on, hands on heart though. I've been tweeting. I've been trying to retweet after Manny as well, but he's not been active so far in twenty two. Alright, cool. Mate, um, mate, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been <laughs> retweeting, and today, for example, tweeted about "This Is Us," a really amazing TV show. If you haven't oh, watched it, what do you guys watch? "This Is Us." Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that show shit. is like a TV show. Oh, it's shit. Not a I thought I was on the island if this is us. Nah, we're here with you. There's a lot of people that actually watch that show. It's, I've got everyone in my world to watch it as well. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. How it's many so times? Uh, this is a real question, though. Like, don't let your toxic masculinity impact this answer. I've never cried watching that show, bro. <laughs> Wait, how did I've, you know I was even going to ask that question? I've because I didn't like know you were going to come to that shit, bro. I've teared like, up like three times, man. Bro, I think the only show that's made me bro. emotional in recent time, right, is probably Insecure. Like, watching the nah, film. Insecure like, can't make you tear up like this is us, actually, like, you know, yeah, it wasn't even the It wasn't even the finale. It was the um the wrap-up show. Like, they did a documentary called The End. And right. they basically did a, it was a documentary followed them through the final season. And watching that, and I'm watching them go like back through the years of the show and watching the people together. I was like, shit, man, I'm really going to miss the show. But like, the show itself doesn't make me go like, like shit, they make me cry, bro. But I don't cry. So you weren't sad when William died? 
Fuck that nigga. I'm joking. No, I wasn't. So we don't say the N word around here, Matthew. No, we don't. We really don't. Sorry, man. My flagged. Like, you weren't upset when Kevin and. Kevin and um, Randall. Yeah, Randall. When he had the fight. Yeah. And when I they cut the deep, swear to God. Worst day of my life is when you were brought home. Genuinely thought it was jokes. I'm not lying to you. I really thought it was jokes. Wow, but you ain't getting that part. No, no, no. That, that was... Wait, actually, look at... So Do you know why that's dumb, though, by the way? Well, the well, reason well. why that's dumb, because they got brought home together, all three of them. So what's he talking about? Because Bro, Kevin's the a weirdo. My life was the first day of my life. So that means from the day I was born, <laughs> the worst thing that's happened to me, which is a bold claim. That's like some 30 plus years of terrible things. Anyway, the show gets you what it feels, man. There must have been times right, when once he knew that I was, his brother was adopted or he probably got it quite early on because obviously the different colours, right? But there must yeah, have been yeah, a point yeah. where by the year, must have been a point where it's like, shit, man, I would have got that toy or I would have got that last piece of cake or I would have got that biscuit or I wouldn't have got in trouble for this if this kid wasn't here and he didn't come up my mum he's not my dad's child like why is he here I can fully get that like I've, I've had times when I wish that my like my sister I've got to swear there well <laughs> that's just natural family I've had times where I wish my siblings weren't here like I wish that they were adopted and they could fuck off somewhere or something like that. I, I, man. <laughs> man. that's how that it goes is. if you, if yeah, you love your siblings properly yeah then there'll be times when you're beefing them as kids, yeah, and you wish that he was never there. But obviously, I've never wished that. I've never wished that. that nah, but I have you're, you are either chatting shit or you're just a weirdo because it passes within, like, an hour. But there'll be times it's like, they just get on your fucking nerves and you just wish they weren't there. And Do you know what yeah, I do? Then, when, they, when they start to annoy me, I just go to another room. You're really oh good because I yell. You must be some super mature eight-year-old or some shit like that, man. Because, like, what the hell? I still yell. <laughs> I had to. Because if, if you've done anything wrong, like, it was, it was peak in my house. I put my little brother. Oh my God, I am table. so mad right now. I'm so mad. I'm going to go to the other room. <laughs> no, like, it's just not annoying me. I just, I just go to the other room. Like, there's multiple rooms in my house. There's multiple rooms in my dad's house. Just go to the not in. So you never, said to your, was, you never ever said to one of your siblings, I wish she wasn't born. No, because oh, I would uh, just that's get a bit dark. Other means. <laughs> I've said like, that. I've definitely like, said that. I've said that to my siblings, but this probably explains mean, why we've got a toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it. I love them to bits. It's just a case of like, it's just something that you say as a kid. That's wild. Because if if they really annoyed me, then I wouldn't let them use my stuff. Because I had quite a lot of nice things that they wanted to use, so they wouldn't be able what? to use it. But you see, that's the thing. I just like shut up, man, and give me that. Yeah, but then even then, yeah, that's nonsense because, like, as a kid, you, you you don't actually have control of your stuff. So, for example, if I had a games console or whatever, computer, whatever, and I'm using it, and they say my little bro wants to use it as well, and then he started trying to use it, and I'm getting mad, my mum's going to come and say, oh, Matt, let him use it, let him use it, and that's the end of it. That sounds like so, how it was running your house. So, my your, house. Your, so your mum will be like, no, it's Oliver's, you can't use it. That, that doesn't yeah. even sound... No, so because you know what it was? I will, I will explain why I'm not letting them use it. Everyone like, in your fine. house, everyone in your house had one of everything. Well, there was no, a point we all had a PlayStation. Well, yeah. voting was up, boy. Exactly. Oh, because I, I'm from the ghetto of Fort and Heath. Right? No, don't do that, Matt, because we live on the same roads. Don't do that. Mm-mm. That's not where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the deep ghettos of Fort and Heath. 
I'm don't worry, we are in the Hollywood of Heath, yeah, Matt. Don't play <laughs> yourself, okay? Matt really is in the Hollywood of Heath, bro. You know, I've been to his house like fifty times, and I've still not seen it every room. Exactly, Hollywood like of Heath. Rooms that I haven't visited in his house. The only reason why we'll call it the hood, yeah, is because if you go up the road, you got the view of Croydon. We're at the bottom of Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> then man at the top. You can see you through to IKEA, and you can also see back to, like through to Wembley as well. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood of Heath. Mm. Views from the six. That explains why Max never, never invited me. Damn, that makes sense. Actually, I've invited you before, Manny. No, no, yeah, It's because I'm from East London. You don't trust me. Oli, I bet you've walked to Matt's garden and you still haven't been to the end, innit? Oh, no, I've, I've been to the end. You've been to the end? How long did it take you? Two weeks? <laughs> like, like, Matt's garden is big, but I don't think it's bigger than some other people's that I know. But Matt's garden has loads well, of activities not, in it. Obviously not, because this guy comes from royalty, you know, like it was fucking PlayStation in every bedroom. Obviously it's not as but, big as But Matt's, Matt's garden has loads of activities. So every time I go there, something new is built. Like the other day I went there, there was a full functioning bar with like yeah. a dispenser and stuff. Like, Things up. Mad, mad, mad. <laughs> But anyway, enough of enough of Ollie's um dictating to his to his siblings who can use his toys. We were talking about this is us. Alright, cool. So that's Max. Wait, so I wanted to ask though, I wanted to ask. But you changed the subject. So has it ever made you, you know, get your hay fever up? Like three times, man. Like three times. Three times, okay. It's definitely I think every time Randall has one of those episodes. It when he has those breakdowns, man, it hurts. Yeah, that's the one. That... <clears throat> I would say that I'm definitely yes. invested, right? I'm, I'm fully invested with characters, but I don't have that sort of... I don't react to that sort of stuff in general, innit? So, nah. Typically speaking, I don't, but there's a few shows that really get me in my feels, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, this. Why Do you know you what got me in my feels? Why does he want me? What got you in your feels? Do you want to know what got me in my feels? I swear to you. It was Sister Sister, the finale, the last episode when they graduated um, high school. Or is it? No, it was, yeah, it was high school. And obviously, then they had the one where they went to like college. Yeah. But that got me in my feels because I felt like it was the end of an era. You know, it just reminded me of my. I watched Sister Sister religiously, but I really do not remember the finale of that show. It's like one of those shows I watched like when, um, and reruns and everything. But I just never ever seen the finale. But when Roger was singing, obviously Roger would have stayed behind because he's a year below them, and he oh, was yeah. like singing, and they were like, graduating and stuff like that. It's so much. You know what? I watched Sister Sister, but I don't think I saw every episode. I don't think I saw the finale either. Yeah, no, it was nice. I I made my son watch it as soon as it came on Netflix. I made my son watch uh, the whole thing. I tried watching it, because... but I just I just I, could, I, couldn't, nice. I couldn't deal with it though. I think that it's one of those shows as well, especially like back in the day, you'd come on, I think it was on Trouble, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. you'd watch it and then... No, it was on Nickelodeon. It was on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You never never ever watched the whole thing, like, and there was no recording function. So if you missed that episode, you missed it. Missed that episode, boy. I've got a a funny story about the dad from Sister Sister, though. Um, Mm -hmm. I was on a night out in Shoreditch with my mate Lecky. Shut up. And then, like, I couldn't get into the club. So, 
instead of going home, me and Leg decided just to get like because our friends are in any decided to just get wavy and like wait for them to come out. And then I ended up bumping into the dad from Sister Sister, but like I was really really drunk and I don't remember much, but I just remember flashes of him being really nice. I don't know if it was a hallucination or not, but Lecky remembers seeing him too. So. Can I just ask you? Are you one hundred percent sure it was the dad from Sister Sister? You were drunk. One hundred percent sure because uh, and he said, "Yeah, you're just here for a show," and I was like, "Oh shit." It was a really strange night. I drank too much rain actually that night. No, but you did all right, man. You did remember the dad from Sister Sister. Do you remember his name? I think it was Tim or something like that. That was his real name. Was that Tim his Campbell, name? I think it was. Yeah, that was it, yeah. But his actual name was Ray. Ray. Right. No, maybe nobody else remembers. That's fine, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sweet, so, so podcast. Yes, Horse Podcast. End of the year. Cheese. But before we go to the end of the year, Yes, Horse Awards, I believe there's an album, Matt, you want us to talk about. <laughs> Hold on. Did we get the S, the S Source socials in? I yeah, I, I gave it in with my one. Okay, cool. So, what's next, sorry? So, with the album that we are planning to to discuss now, mm-hmm. Magic. Oh, do you want me to leave? Um, oh, fuck it. I've, I've like, introed it, basically, for you. Isn't it? So, Nas, <laughs> Magic. <laughs> I, I was trying to segue it so that Matt could take over, but he wasn't, he wasn't buying. So, yeah. Nas, yeah, I'm, Magic. I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm being a bit dim right now. Sorry, my bad. Nas Magic, yeah, the album surprise <laughs> came out as if by magic. We need some magic to sort this out. It was a surprise album that um, was released. I think it came out like the twenty fourth. That surprise, yeah, yeah. Christ- oh, Christmas Eve, December. Yeah, so like um, a bit of Christmas magic. Well, I see, I'm still trying to ride your segue. Yeah, Manny, pause. Um, it was tremendous. I don't know how to put it. I, Nas used to have this thing, right, where people said that he moved a bit digital, whereby he released an album which would be really good, then he released one which wasn't so good, then he released one which is really good, then he released one which wasn't so good, and it went on and on. But then, in the past, what, two years, he's released three albums now, and all three of them are probably going to go down as being classics. And it's just it's strange that how he just found this rich vein of form in his... In his latter part of his career and I don't even know if that's the right even way of putting it latter part of his career because what he's like I don't think he's 50 yet and as we've spoken up before with, with like the rock stars they keep going till they're 70 80 years old so what's who's to say that Nas won't be doing the same but anyway yeah at the moment he's he's in his pocket and Magic is an incredible listen nine tracks I think it is and about half an hour he's full yeah Oh, well, there you go. And um, I said it's still getting better. But yeah, quality music, definitely worth a listen. What are, what are you guys' thoughts? I agree with you. I loved it. See, that is yeah. I'm really surprised about. I'm, and I'm glad to hear it as well. I didn't think that you liked it that much. I thought it would be me and Oli that like it. And I thought that Manny and, and Wobbly wouldn't so much. 
I liked it because it actually was, it gave me a bit of nostalgia, I think. Mm, mm. That's why I really liked it. it had, um, but it didn't sound old at the same time. That's what I liked. Yeah, it didn't sound old, but it gave me like the old hip hop feeling. Yeah. Because he had like some old sound bites from some of his old stuff in it. Yeah, and I loved that. So. That was it for me. I loved it. <laughs> Only then, what are you saying? So I thought I was going to have to defend this album. Like, Why would you think that? No, because sometimes I feel like with Nas, I'm out on the silo. Because, like, I don't know if it's, like, biased because he's, like, one of my favourite, probably my favourite rapper. But um, mm-hmm. this album was phenomenal. He's been on, like, a steady stream of just delivering excellence. So, King's Disease 2 was good. This is good. The features that he's been doing have been good. Like, it's just constant. Like, and I'm really loving this right now. Uh, the beat selection was... It was different, but they all met or matches like delivery perfectly. So you had some that were hard hit, hard hitting, some that were like really like didn't have any sort of eight or eight or anything like that. Just really just like mellow, and it was just him spazzing over the beat. I really appreciate appreciated it, man. And you know, what else I appreciated ASAP Rocky. He delivered an incredible verse, one of the best of his career. I think it's the best in terms of features. Well, I don't think I've seen him do. I don't think I've seen him do anything else better. Um, and I hope that he's in album mode, and all of his verses are in that realm of quality. But it's just, it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal listen. And it's like the perfect length. It's only half an hour. All the tracks are a decent length, at least three minutes in length. So I, I can't say anything bad about the album. I loved it. Hit Boy and Nas are just like an A-team collaboration, isn't it? Like they, they, I feel like they get each other, um, they get each other yeah. well. And um, I always, oh, sorry. No, go on. So uh, it's like I always say, right, is that people don't appreciate how much uh, a, a rapper or an artist needs a good producer to bounce off of sometimes. Like you get these artists that will go and make an album with like, 10 different producers, 15 different producers and the album just kind of sounds like shit because it's all over the place but then when you get like one producer just like doing like 80-90% of the work to give that whole framework of the album yeah. and the sound and the general direction and then you can bring some other producers in as well to, 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 to sprinkle some more sauce on top maybe because the producer you have isn't going to make an, like an R&B beat or maybe a bit more of a, a dance beat whatever if you want to have some variation in the album but um, it is so important to have, have that variety. So it's, it's so important to have that consistency in the album that, that one one rapper, one producer sort of project does create. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I fully agree. Like, it aids with transitions and everything. Like, I, I guess my favourite track was the um, Wave Gods track with ASAP Rocky, but mainly because of the DJ premiere beat as well. Like, that he always shines on on he always shines DJ Premier like it was. It, I don't I understand guess... how he keeps doing these beats with like you know the, the beat scratching right, and it just sounds so fresh every time. But it's also so similar. I don't get how he does it, but he's made a career of it. So yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, and I agree with most of your sentiments on here. Anyway, like it was just a really quality project. There's no complaints. Easy to listen to. 
Agreed. Lots of nostalgic feel to it, but it didn't feel outdated. It, it still had that modern feel. So yeah, who has it gone? What, what, Ollie, what was your favourite track? Oh, there was quite a few. Um, there were only nine tracks on that. <laughs> no, but there was quite a few that I really liked, like Meet Joe Black. I thought that was sick. I really like forty sixteen building purely for the um, sound bites and older tracks. I really like Wave Gods. Um, I'm gonna say forty sixteen building. Okay, what about you, Marbury? Did you have a favorite track? I don't think I had a favorite track. Um, I feel like I was caught in from the beginning, mm. which it was just an easy listen to because I was listening to it while I was in the gym, mm-hmm. and I liked it. But I don't think I had a a favorite track where I was just like, whoa, 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 slow down, pull up. Um, but I, I like, I just, I just liked it. It was just a lot of nostalgia, which I appreciated. I see. So for me, I had three standout tracks on the album, right? And that is. Is it We For The Kids? That that was just... We, we For The Children, right? That that was just a great, great track. I loved it, especially when you talk about the nostalgia yeah. aspect of it as well, right? Um, then you had like the next track after that was Wave Gods and Aesop Rocky's Crazy Verse. And it's crazy to even think in, what, 2022, well, okay, it came out 2021. We're talking about Aesop Rocky and Nas on the same track, right? That's not too crazy. They're both New York rappers. But no one would be expecting Aesop Rocky to out rap Nas on a track. Like if you said this to me, I Why would not? say no, nah, because Rocky like is a guy that although when he came out he had like great potential. He came out at the same time as like Drake, Kendrick, um, J. Cole and all that, right? And it mm-hmm. seemed like he was gonna be one of the um elite rappers of the time. Like and mm-hmm. he just turned to fashion instead, so he wasn't really making music like that. So for him to now come out and do this, I'm very surprised by that. And it's great. I know he has it in him, but it's still ex- extremely unexpected, especially against Nas, because Nas isn't some average rapper. But um, so yeah, that's great to see. And then um, the track dedicated at the end is just crazy. It's crazy. I, I love the track so much. I- I've spun those three tracks, especially so many times, and they're on my, my main playlist as well now. So... Um, I might go back and listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you know me, I'm still a um, novice, I guess. Mm. When it came back, comes to like this rap music. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, this is sick, because I just feel good about it. <laughs> and then other times it's like, yeah, no, it's chill, chill. Um, but I just love, I, I think I just like nostalgia. Does that make sense? I've, I've, I had a really, I had a really good childhood. My teenage years were sick. So... I'm having a great life now, by the way, guys. But I just mean, like... <laughs> you know, just going back to the, the time when you actually had no worries. Yeah, and I love music that makes me feel that way. I totally get what you're saying, and I agree. Taking back to college times when I had no worries. No worries, man. No bills. So what are we waiting this then? I want to give it a five. What, are you giving it more, really? I'm going to give it a four... What are you giving it, Manny? A four as well. Yeah, it's a four for me as well. I don't think it was flawless, but I do think it was a really, really good album. And I think it will go down as an album that will be enjoyed for many years to come. 
So yeah, well done Nas, and well done ASAP Rocky as well. Fucking hell, he bagged Rihanna and got her pregnant. Like, fucking Are you sure she's pregnant? Bro, I want her to be, you know. That's what the interwebs are saying. I believe it. I'm I believe put it and I speak Instagram into existence, then the universe will make it happen. Okay. Let me check the Instagram. She got a baby bump. I feel like we should just let the girl enjoy her pregnancy instead of everyone stalking her baby bump. But yeah, yeah. it's not my life. What is our, what is Rihanna's um I think it's Riri Bad Girl. Bad Bad Girl Riri, oh, isn't it? It's so Caribbean. I love it. Imagine imagine she Rihanna's blocked um... blocked Matt. Out of all the people in the world, she's blocked to her. <laughs> She has posted she got a flat stomach. Oh well. She said you not get a heck out of my, my business. Well, yeah, I've noticed on Slip that you see that they put up old content to yeah, hide the fact that they're bags of content in it, so Yeah. He spent a lot of time noticing um, cool. the tactics. Sorry, that was, a, that was I don't know why I said that. How do you guys take in your New Year's? Huh? How did you guys take in your New Year's? Did anyone like go traveling? Did they go to any party? I was, I traveled to the heavens because I prayed with Jesus, <laughs> and I was in church and I was dancing to all my gospel songs. No, so no, I, I went. Obviously, you're chatting shit here. <laughs> no, I said I went to church. What are you talking about? Really? What? Do you think you're gonna catch me anywhere else on New Year's Day? God forbid the end world the world ends that day and I'm dying in a club. No. <laughs> Let me die in a church, please. Oh, so every good. year <laughs> every year I actually I, I do church every single year. Okay. Every single year. So yeah, bad yeah. That, I used no, to go to church, yeah. So I used to go to church, yeah, and then when it hit like 10 or 11, dip out to go clubbing. Oh gosh. It's okay. <laughs> We've grown. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was terrible. Terrible. But now. Do the other way around and repent for your sins after. True, true, true. But yeah, I prayed as well uh, into the new year, but equally had some tipple to wash it down as well. It was How a bit of a quiet one, really. Wait, what did he say? Equally what? How about you guys? Um, I had my annual curry dinner takeaway. I was meant to go to a restaurant. But hear this. The restaurant said to us, it's £15 entry fee. Huh? Exactly. £15 entry fee per person. Not even per person, per person. And it's non-refundable. Non-refundable. So you pay that and and you don't get like a a discount off the food, a £15 discount? No, you you, you don't you don't get anything. Um, Wild. So cancelled it. Just got takeaway and watch the film. Okay. About you. Um, I was at home. I didn't really do much. Just chilled. Um, family around me, and yeah, that was it for me really. Because it's I had an event for Christmas, I guess. So I thought to myself. It's best to just stay home and chill and not get into any mischief. Where was your missus? Uh, she was... Yeah, she came. She came to mine. So you got cuddled up. Come on, add some description. So it was like... 
11.50, you guys cuddled up, had a little popcorn, had a little movie, just relaxed, but you no, brought in the new year with your missus. We was listening to music, we was drinking, we was... But your missus was cuddled up underneath your arms, come on, you was feeling the love, no, come on. in my house, no, I'm not... I'm not Can you feel... <laughs> <laughs> when she's in my house, like she's very comfortable with my family, so like I don't even have to really be around her like that. But um, yeah, we just we just chilled, and at Christmas, at, it kept New Year's. I was like, Happy New Year! I was, I'm a very practical guy. I'm not this like a lovey dovey sort of person. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's looks a bit cold, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sterile to the touch. Anywho, um, shall we start the award ceremony? Can I just say something? No, you cannot. Oh, I am going to say it anyway. And I know normally I don't want to talk about this kind of stuff, right? Yes. And normally I don't entertain it. But I just want to say, Taraji, you did mm-hmm. well. I am really sorry that this man embarrassed you on the internet to bring your past of dating. Also, Chloe... Unfortunately, when he tried to teeth people's mans, Karma is a bitch. And she comes back. <laughs> and Karma comes back. Sometimes she comes back gently. And sometimes she comes to drag you. And I think you just need to apologise to Karma right now. Because she's snatching you left, right and centre. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> that was strong. That was deep. It was. I just wanted to acknowledge that because I don't t- like talking about these relationship topics, but when someone creeps into someone's home, figuratively, figuratively speaking, um, and tries to take someone's man, don't expect it to be all roses. Who's more at fault, the man or the woman? The man. Okay. Because the man's in the relationship. But what if the woman knows that he's in a relationship? Is it the same? Or does the blame fall equally on both sides? If he knows, the, the man is always more responsible than the woman. The man yeah, is always more responsible like because he's the one in the relationship. If actively trying to seduce the man that's in a relationship, surely it's on the woman. No, because it, no, it is on the woman, but it's more on the man because you should have closed your eyes and went home. But what if... They're having a really rough time and she's caught him at a vulnerable moment and she knows this. So she's made her move. Well, she's constantly making these moves, but she's taking this to bring out all the stops. Like both aces are out of the table. She's got a couple more up her sleeves. She's put everything out there. The man is in the relationship. The man is in the relationship. I'm not saying the woman's right. Or I'm not that defending anybody. I'm just saying the man is in the relationship. If you're not happy, you leave. What if they're on a break? Ah, if you're on a break, do your thing. You're on a break. You know, you know what is it? No, sometimes like you really just really enjoy the plate of food that you have. You're enjoying your ackee and saltfish and dumpling and whatever else, right? But then you just see like a little a little chicken nugget. You want to mm-hmm. try it? You want to try the chicken nugget as well? Mm-hmm. Are you telling me is the is the man wrong for trying a little chicken nugget? When you have a healthy dinner in front of you, what are you doing tasting chicken nuggets? 
because the chicken nugget tastes good and you want to taste a bit of it. You know better than touching chicken nuggets you when you've got proper you food want, to eat. You don't, you don't want the whole portion. You just want a little chicken nugget, you know. You just want to peel off the, no, the batter. <laughs> you just want to peel off the batter of the chicken nugget. Maybe just dip it in a little barbecue sauce as well, you know. I can't even stand you. You, Matt, <laughs> you are <laughs> <laughs> that is it's not that you want the other No, he did. Did you not see the clip? He just want a little sample. Okay, so you guys saw the clip, right? Oh, Lamar. Yeah. yeah. Lamar's an idiot, though. Come on. And then he was just like, oh, um, I couldn't tell her I was falling in love with another woman. Right? So it wasn't uh, about chicken nuggets. Sometimes it be like that. Okay, sometimes it be like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, right, Taraji dodged the bullet because of what he did, so it's all good. But then sometimes that sort of situation can work out, so, you know? The way yeah, I see I it, right, if, you, if, if a guy if a guy is hungry and he wants to sample another dish, you should go ahead and sample that dish, man, but don't do it after you've already paid for the meal. Okay? So when I say paid for the meal, that means you're married to it now. Married? Well, how about just a relationship? No, a relationship is not when the food's being served, but you haven't paid yet. <laughs> Matt oh. Wow, wow. Oh. Wow, wow. You know, Matt's views are his own, everyone listening. Can we get some of the married men and the men who's okay. been in long-term okay, relationships okay, to like pony? Just, just to be clear here, when you marry a woman, right, that is when you, like, 100% are said you want 100% never doing anything for anyone again till God do us, till, sorry, till death do us part, right? And you've Depending on your on your beliefs, whatever you said that in front of God, I do believe you that when you're with someone in a partnership, you shouldn't cheat. It's not good to cheat, right? But at the same time, it's not the same as cheating when you're married. It's not the same. There's, there's levels to this thing, isn't it? And the only difference is paperwork. In both situations, wow. you're committed. Yeah. Because yeah. Now, when you when you, yeah. you made a commitment, to this yeah, woman, it's different. Yeah, it's paper. I'm with you guys. In, in God, and you made it in front of a friends and family when you get married, right? That's not the same as saying, hey, babes, I love you. Um, I'm not going to do anything to you. That's not the same thing, bro. It's not the same. Yeah, in a way, though, it is. Because your friends and family will still know, though. No, do you know what? Yeah, I am with the boys. The only difference is the paperwork, yeah? Because I feel like if I'm with my partner and I love him dearly, I will never cheat on him whether we're married or not. Yeah. Does that make sense? The only difference is the paperwork to say, yeah, look, look, literally... I am not leaving your side. I'm going to be here forever with you, and I'm building my whole entire now, life now, around you. Question. And then it's just like a thing for legality, you know. But then yeah. that would be a bit invasive. Go on, say that again. So I would like to ask. I want to ask the question, like, like hand on Bible. Have you ever cheated on one of your partners before? Me. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so what, are you, what are you saying there? Then how can you say that? I'm I'm talking about from a learned experience. I wouldn't do it again. Okay. That's why, I'm, like, my thing is, yeah, I understand it, right? I get, but it's just a, a part, when I was moving mad, I was frivolous. I had no discipline. I had no respect for the other person. Okay, I heard that. That's refreshing. You never ever hear women, like, confess to Yeah. Well, why don't we just tell the truth? I read that. I read that. Yeah. I do. I do. Alright, so um, And if I was going out of Matt as well, I'd do the same thing, so I understand. <laughs> LOL <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. 
Manny, you would not shoot him. I'm sorry, man. I had to shoot a shot. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Come on, Manny. Come on. I know this already. You love me. And you love my doggy style. I'm sorry, what? Go. Where are we going with this? <laughs> me and Manny, like, you know what, right? No, I'm no, me and Manny, bro. You, know, like, Manny, you, can't, you, can't, have, you can't have the word doggy style to follow with me and Manny. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry to to your wife and child's Manny, but oh. this time they know the truth. Oh. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what truth you're you're trying to confess, but I'm, it's not my truth. Bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta hold that truth. <laughs> oh my day! Oh my god! Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, Taraji dodged the bullet, but I will also point out though that at this point, when this happened, Taraji wasn't Taraji P. Henson wasn't the Taraji P. Henson that she is today. She was a, I without disrespecting her, she was a lower level actress. Now she's like an A lister. When no, wasn't that during um, Empire times? She was hot, hot no, stuff. It, was Empire Empire it, must, it must have been before Empire times. No, it was during Empire times, from what I understand. Really? Mm. Well, in that case, I still hold. If it was like first or second season, then I don't even know really. Well, no, Empire Times, the Taraji was hot, so and yeah, then I agree with that. she was. She was and was Chloe was, was the run of the litter. She still is. No, well, Chloe is. is actually like Kim now, so it's all mad because you know it's it's, it's really, what what I think is the most amazing thing about Chloe Kardashian, right? Is the fact that this girl really, really put in work in the gym and it just completely transformed her face and I really appreciate how, huh? how, <laughs> how, how the gym work can make your chin smaller, your, your cheekbones higher and even change... No, do you know what? I'm not going to do... I'm not going to, like... Because obviously we know it's plastic surgery, but common, you know men who go to the gym who were fat once, they're now chiselled and their face is narrow, their face isn't round. But yeah, right, right. Chloe's not that. Chloe's had major... Okay, okay, but let's... She okay. must have had scaffolding outside her face because that face is completely redone. And she looks just like Kim now, which is, to me, crazy. Like She, she well, went sisters. to the surgeon and said, mm, are they really? Or are they four sisters? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's OJ's daughter. But anyway, she used to... She, Chloe used to be... Like, look here, Chloe used to be... You have the body of a linebacker, right? She was huh? she could have been in the NFL and no one would have even thought a single, a single thing. She looked like the wrestler China from back in the day, right? I cannot even and, cope and, with and, you. And, and now now she's looking like Kim. And although I'm not Kim's biggest fan, I would admit that Kim is sexy because come on, everyone thought Kim was sexy back in the day. She looks like a black girl, that's why. Exactly, there you go. But um yeah, it's such Chloe's transformation is is incredible. But then when you look at it, so is um, Kylie's. Kylie's done mad work as well. So they they've got the best plastic surgeons in the world. Like surgery be, be really surgering really well. They have the same plastic surgeon that everyone else goes to, and they all have the same look. Because there's random girls that look very similar to Chloe or like Larsa Pippen as well. Larsa looks like Kim as well. It's it's just a generic, a generic look. See, but see now this bit I don't know because you can see some of the work isn't the same as others for one. And two, a lot of it is makeup as well. So, Fair enough. yeah. You look at, you go to any London club or look at pictures of the girls that go to those sort of clubs and they all look the same as well. 
it's like the contouring of the nose, the eyeshadow, all that sort of shit. So yeah. Fair. You got to get them you got to take the swimming for the first date, as they say, to see what they really look like. I'm oh, sorry, say that again, sorry. Let's see how your makeup does in that in that situation. And you know what the truth is, right? If the girl's putting on expensive makeup, chances are it will, it will hold up reasonably well anyway. So yeah. Maybe it's test, maybe it's really a test to see how deep her pockets are. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was just so much in those couple of sentences. I'm not even sure what to say. What would you say if 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 a guy said to you like for the first date he was to take you to a um to to a, to a pool? I'm, I I don't swim because of my hair. Um, but if if it's got a steam room and sauna, swim, just the lounge and you know just be. Yeah, if it's a spa, absolutely. I'm buff. I like that stuff. You see, she trusts her natural beauty. No, the thing is, I know, right? I would go because I look the same when I go to bed and when I wake up. You see, you see this. That's 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 the strength of a, of a, of a, of a beauty. Thank you. Beauty, <laughs> some girls that I'm like, I've never seriously dated a girl that um was ashamed of how she looked without makeup. Obviously, I've dated some girls that look a whole lot better with makeup than without. Mm. But um, I've never been around a girl that like, oh no, you can't see me without makeup. Like, that's, that's, yeah, no, that is all that, good. Yeah, that's that's mad. But um, yeah. That is it's a wild. Very wild. Wild thing. Anyway. Guys. <laughs> how would you sum up <laughs> how would you sum up like the music that was dropped in twenty twenty one? Segue and a half. I don't think it was the strongest year ever. But it was a good one though. A lot of competition in there. A lot of rivalry, a lot of um people flexing who they were. Oh my god, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shade Room is just posted. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, Lamar Odin reportedly sends Khloe Kardashian well wishes following Tristan Thomas's public apology. She's a good person and deserves the world. No, you don't. All right, bye. These guys are so pathetic, you know. Honestly, they're so pathetic. Why are they really trying to do this for this woman? Because this woman even mashed up your life, Lamar. Please, go and sit down. You went to the old thing back. They're already very rich men, you know, so it's not even like not being with her cuts off their financial situation. Like, they can go and find some other buddy somewhere and live life. Mm, for real. No, when you look at people like Scott Dizick and stuff like that, right, they stay around because of that check. They, do you know what I mean? And that relevance right. that you get from being associated with the crime. Yeah, but these guys are other current or former NBA players they got money and they will still be in certain circles just off the back of that so yeah these are championship winning oh, yeah, yeah. players as well they're not like some any dickheads I do hear that bro it, it's Tristan one of those there Tristan won the, um, won the title with LeBron James at the, when he's playing for the Cavaliers so yeah right okay the Kardashians are going to be sleeping with any just random NBA player from some shitty team. Come on now. 
Pete Davidson is just funny. And as they always say, you can be ugly and funny and you get girls. That's like, true, Brian. It's basically me and I'm hilarious. And that is why I've managed to live a good life in that sense. But I'm also sexy, so it makes it even better for me. Just so you wonder, in case you're wondering, I'm very sexy, guys. So check out my Instagram. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Anyway, we're going to get through I'm to sorry, what's going on here? Uh, I, was saying, <laughs> man, I just wanted you to continue. I was just like, you can be in your bro. You guys are letting me go down these rabbit holes by myself, and it's not fun. <laughs> uh, let's, let's move forward to the ceremony, please. Can you, someone open the fucking ceremony? the first annual ear saucy awards yeah um cool so yeah i don't know what we call this what ear saucy thanks anyone no i mean whatever floats your boat Okay, cool. Uh, air sources. Air sources. That definitely sounds like witchcraft. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Put this one air source into that. You get a big air in the post, guys, if you're a winner. Exactly. <laughs> might be made up of Matthew, but we, we, we see what they do. Definitely made a paper mache. That's the key. <laughs> cool. Um, right. First category. We're going to start off with a heavy one. Cool. Best album of the year. But before we go into best album of the year, I'd like to just remind you of some of the albums that dropped. Come on. Come um, on. Come on. So I would say at the start of the year, it was quite slow. There wasn't a lot of music was because it? obviously, yeah, because we just came out of a pandemic, right? Um, so everyone was moving. Well, we had some gems like, in the beginning of the year. We had um, music to be murdered by uh, Side B Eminem in yeah. January. Mm-hmm. We had the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack, as well as the mm-hmm. Fraud Department, oh, yeah. Jim Jones and Harry Ford in February. Yeah, that was good. We had in March Soulfly, uh, Rod Wave, um, Dumb and Dumber 2, oh, R.I.P. Young Dolph, and Key Glock, who's in prison, I believe. Did, did now. It, didn't it get to release the album in January as well? No, I think um, it was later on in the year. Yeah, I think this perspective I'm giving you is mainly um, US. Let me, I have the so UK our, releases. Our, our UK guys. No, no, I have um I have the UK ones here as well. So I'll get that up one second. Um but let me continue as I as I am um, and then I'll go I'll go back to the UK. So Dumb and Dumber, um the plugs I met to Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud, that was in March. Slime Language two, uh, in April. And um, and Brookhampton as well dropped. And then May was a bit slow, nothing there, nothing notable. And June, Ice Daddy, Gucci Mane, Hall of Fame, Polo G. In July, Moon Boy, Young Blue, and Hoffa Davies and Harry Fraud. Bloody hell. And Harry Fraud was on on. 
Then you had Donda in August, followed by, um, when did Drake drop? Drake drop, dropped in, was it in October as well? I think so. It dropped, Donda and Drake dropped in the same month, isn't it? Same week or something? Like two weeks later, he dropped. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So I believe, yeah, one dropped in August, one dropped in September. So Donda, then probably Drake after that. And then that brings us to where we are today. If we were to do the same thing from an R&B perspective, DVSN in January, um, Lucky Day in February, Queen Niger in April. Jasmine uh, Sullivan dropped in January as well. Oh, Jasmine, okay. The hotels dropped in uh, January as well. That was a really good project as well, that was. Uh, Queen Niger, anyone else? Anyone else? No. K-Camp in August. Thames in September, if Orange was a place. And yeah, that's that. Is there anything that I've missed? I heard, uh, we said J-Hoss. J-Hoss, 2020. Yeah, that's 2020. So going to UK albums, right? J-Hoss was not 2020, bros. It was. No, I meant, no, it wasn't. Was it J-Hoss or Dave dropped an album this year? Dave. Uh, Dave dropped one. Did we say Dave? No, so I'm going to UK now. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, Fredo, Money Can't Buy Happiness in January, end of January. Um, Heady One, Deluxe in February. Gets in February, Conflict of Interest, Central Sea in March, Triggs um, yeah, the Author as well, which we reviewed in March as well. Um, and then Dave dropped in April, uh, AJ Tracy dropped in April as well. Bugsy Malone dropped, say that again. Don't forget your boys, Black Coffee and Chip. Black Coffee got that here as well. Um, Bugsy Malone, The Resurrection, dropped end of May. I think Nines put out a project in June. KSI, uh, all over the place in July. Any Unknown T as well, July. Skepta in July as well. And then, I think, and then September, um, Little Sims drop. Sometimes I might be an introvert. Um, Tian Wayne Green Avengers. And then that brings us to the end of the year. Sweet. I've definitely missed out some some key ones, but those are the ones that I remember. Us kind of like talking about mainly right with all that said oh don't forget um, Made in Lagos Whiskey dropped this year as well um, was it this year? Pyrex. I don't think Made in Lagos was this year the deluxe album oh okay deluxe version of his 2020 album yeah so it was just the deluxe and, and it had the remix uh, with Justin Bieber on it. Yeah, and Mood. Um, mood, that's it. And then Subconsciously Black Coffee as well. 
Oh, old. Who wants to go first? So I guess what would be your top three albums of this year? Oh, J. Cole. How can I forget? J. Cole. Did I mention J. Cole? No, you didn't. <laughs> J. Cole. You missed J. Cole Vince as well. Staples. King's Disease as well. Oh my god. Oh no. Sorry. Wale, Florentu, Rick Ross. I've missed out bears, I'm sorry. There's bears that I've missed out. Um, but yeah, you know, I've tried to give you as much like context as possible. DMX is a, um, what, 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 what would be your your top three, top five albums? Yeah, start with Matt maybe. Yeah, I'll let Matt go first. Why do you want me to go first? <laughs> Snoop Dogg dropped an album too. Snoop Dogg, yes, you're right. So I wouldn't count that because it's more like a it's, a it's a collection of music from other people rather than his. So no DJ Khaled either, right? You're no, talking about individual artists. I feel like see with DJ Khaled ones, right? I feel like he kind of curates it himself. Whereas mm-hmm. Snoop's one, I don't think it was quite that. I believe that he has a he's a, I think he's a creative director now, Def Jam or something like that. So okay. he's like. Um, Basically, taken songs from some of the smaller artists and packaged it with some of the bigger artists to give exposure. So he did really do that, it. but he did drop in April as well. He dropped an album from the streets to the sweets. He did indeed. I remember that. But I don't, um, so you guys think it's album of the year, but I wouldn't put it in that category. I'm just saying it was an album. <laughs> 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 By the way, this is your personal album of the albums of the year, and it has to be in order of from five to number one. Oh, okay, okay. One. Across all genres, yeah. Let's go. All genres. It's going to take me a while to think this through. Right, then let's just do top three then. Quick, quick, quick. Uh, I say at number three, I have. I can be five actually. At number five, I got Dave. I'm gonna put, put Dave there. Okay. Um, at number four, I have King Disease Two. At number three, I've got Tyler. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. And number two, mm. I got Gets. And at number one, I got J. Cole. Yeah, I think, I think that's Ass, my, that list that's, is ass. Think, oh, my I think God, my that list. was ass. I think he was going to say that, but you're the biggest hater in the world. All right, then, Matt, let's hear yours then. You've been talking about bums all day, though. I just want to point that out. But anyway, go on. Next. Don't be upset because you haven't got one, babe. Okay. I definitely have a back. You and I both know this. Do you know what? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in my list, right? Definitely talking about your top five, but go on. I know, but I'm going to say now because I feel like all these projects deserve a mention, so I'm going to mention all of them, and I'll try to put them in order. 
Bosh. Um, what is it? So Wale, Full Lauren 2. Oh, Tory yeah. Lanez, Playboy. Oh, God. Gets conflict of interest. Little Sims, sometimes I'm not an introvert. J. Cole, The Off Season. Nas, King's Disease 2. And Tyler, Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. Is it? So, yeah. Um, all of them, if they, if they, well, if any of these won by like, top on the year, I think would be too mad to be fair. But, um, well, that's the case. In fifth, I would say Little Sims. Sometimes I might be introvert. Fourth would be Wale for Lauren 2. Third would be, uh, Tyler the Creator. Second, dun, dun, dun. Toy Lane's Playboy. That album was flipping brilliant. And number one for me is Gets Conflict of Interest. It has been, it's, it's actually mad, right? Because it came out first. Uh, all these albums on the list. And usually, for most people, you get the whole recency and decency thing. So, it's like coming up newer, fresher. It's just more in your in your head at the time, you kind of give it more rating to it, but that album has not fallen off a playlist for the whole year, and it's, it's crazy it, the quality, I didn't never expected it from from Getz, and he produced it, and I feel like it's actually been trying to, trying to do for maybe like 10-20 years, and he finally done it so, like, big up him, well done um, yeah, Grover's next <laughs> Should I give mine? Should I give mine? Yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. I don't know which order these are going to go in. I'm so sorry. And I really, just albums I appreciated this year. And um, one of them is Tyler, the creator. One of them is also Queen Naja's album. I really appreciate that. And I also really, really appreciated YG and Mosey's project because that's where I really just found myself. And then J. Cole is definitely up there. Mm. I'm assuming no one agrees with my list. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't even say that, but I got one through this again. Go on. It's no particular order. So we've got Tyler the Creator, Queen Naja, YG and Mosey, and J. Cole. Okay, yeah, that's a decent list. Queen Nature's album was actually really good, you know, but I feel like there's something about it that wasn't, that like, didn't grab me at the same time, but it was a very good album. Like, it was like a, for it to be that long and no skips is actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I listen to it all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, I listen to it all to the time. To be fair, I, I, I did play it quite a lot for a couple of months, but then it, it started to get a bit samey for me. I don't, I, I mean, when I say all the time, I mean like late night drives, I'll just put it on. Yeah, I hear that. It's not like I wake up in the morning, oh, let me get some Queen Nigel going. No. But I love it. No, so, it's yeah. a solid list. Right. Oh, I'm still thinking about it, but I'll go. I'll go. So I've got a top six. Okay. Um, so in sixth place, I have Donda by Kanye West. Um... And then in fifth place, use for yourself IDK. Thought that was a really, really awesome project. 
Um, call me if you get lost by Tyler in third. The Off Season by J. Cole. Actually. I was about to say, really? No, yeah, really. Oh, fuck. Hold on, I've got a top seven, sorry. So Donda in seventh place. Um, Use for Yourself in sixth and by IDK. And Call Me If You Get Lost um, by Taylor, uh, the Tyler the Creator in fifth. Um, the Off Season in fourth. By J. Cole. Conflict of interest in third place. And uh, Little Sims Project in second place. And then Soulfly by Rod Wave in first place. Okay. Sorry, where was Getz? Uh, Getz, he was in... He he's in the top ten. Oh, sorry, conflict of interest. So gets he was in third place. And off season was fourth. Yeah. So what was your second and first money? Um, Little Sims Project and Rodway's Project. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I told you straight. I said that you'd know. As soon as I mentioned yeah, it, yeah, you'd you know. Just, yeah. you just, you do, do you know what's funny, though? Like, all of us gave Black Coffee a five, and he's not even in our conversations. But Manny... You're in my top 20, so there you go. <laughs> it's just mad that we gave that a five, and... I'm pretty sure some of the albums you got mentioned you gave four. I, I, I specifically did not give that a five. I remember we were arguing for a long time about that not being a five. And you guys were like, no, it's a five, it's a five, it's a five. No, that wasn't the album. That, that was the album when we listened no. to it and you didn't. Okay, no, I listened to it after. I listened yeah. to it the following week. I said, no, it's not. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So that was pretty easy, I guess. I thought it would be a bit more conflict there. So, no, there, was, there was actually no overall number one, though, was there? No. Did you all have J. Cole in your top three? Yeah. J. Cole was number one for me. Okay. J. Cole was definitely not my number one. So. What about Conflict of Interest? Conflict was number two. Conflict was number two. What, and everyone had... What about Little Sims? Did, they, did you have that in your no, top three? Little Sims was in my top not three. Even, not even in my top ten. And number one was Conflict of Interest. That's my top three. So number number three was uh Tyler the Creator for me. We've all got Tyler the Creator in our list as well. Okay, so I think we can, it's fair to say that we do not have um a number one here. So no, it's we've got a number one, number one, two kind of joint. It, it looks like Gets and uh, J Cole. Yeah, Gets and J Cole. 
How are you working this out? I'm sorry. I don't because know. that's the one that's ranked highest in all, on all of our lists combined. Those are the two apart, projects. Apart right from Matt, because he's bugging and putting Tory Lanez. I'm not bugging. J. Cole's album was in top three for me. <laughs> Tory Lanez's album was crazy. Playboy was a crazy album. The way yeah, that the yeah, tracks was, are all was, was, just like was, sliding was, into each other was nuts. Was I just want to say, to support Matt, that um, Tory Lane does, every time he puts out a project, I am like, this is excellent. Um, exactly. So I'm there with Matt on that, not going to lie. I still play Chink, is it Chink State 5? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that still gets still rinsed. Now, Playboy was good, but I felt like he released a better, a better album this year. He had three albums, right? Or three projects? I feel like what, uh, the most recent one was at 80s, baby. Yeah, the prom one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was from that. that too sure. That was amazing. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. But I guess that's one of those ones that you... I think that's definitely going to be in one of my album anyway, if you love it or hate it. But there wasn't going to be a, a, a middle ground there, to be fair. Once we come up with um our top one, I guess, I would like to ask you guys a question. So just remind me, Okay. I don't think we'll be able to come up with a top one. I think because we, we've got the top one or two, which is conflict of interest we'll be here, on the we'll off season. We'll be here to next week, each other. Yeah. Gonna, was, so we'll leave that as the top, so top one. So, in summary, J. Cole was number one. <laughs> if everyone's to vote, yeah, right now, who do you vote for? J. Cole, you have one vote each. J. Cole, J. Cole conflict of interest. How I'll choose conflict of interest. I split. It's an even split. More. Split. So, well, what, did you pick? what did you pick, Mobley? J. Cole, I love that. I still play yeah. it today. What about Tyler, Tyler the Creator? We're just not putting him up there. Tyler the Creator for me is three. Okay. Um, not even I still play it today as well. I, I, my, my, my top three, I still play, but J. Cole gets played the most. Well, I kind of know that's been given official top three, isn't it? Listen, you need to move. Oh yeah, like you know what I like the album that I put as number one. Fucking up, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's an album that I played more than Tyler that's not in my top five, right? That's stupid, then, isn't it? No, that's stupid. It's not because some albums are just good background music. Yeah, and some albums are not like for every day. Some albums is for like the right moment, you know. Exactly. Are you trying to say when you get getting really slow and sensual and shit? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna also add in um, a number six, and that is uh, an evening with Silk Sonic. Okay. okay. Thanks. Cool. Doesn't really change any of the. I said we were all thinking that, right? <laughs> I just had to say it though. Yeah, that's I'm going for my top paid albums. Alright, cool. So we're all stuck on conflict of interest in off season as our number one, basically. Mm-hmm. Um best songs. Now this one's gonna be even harder. So what songs have you gravitated to this year? But this one has to be like um we'll we'll do top three. Does it have to be actual singles that were released? Singles that were released that are your favourite singles. What's your name? In order of the best ones. In order of the best ones? Mm-hmm. Well, from first to third or third, third and back? Third to first. 
So I would probably say Mozambique is number three. Crazy. Mozambique's crazy. Because I've been banging that nonstop since it was a single. I want to say What's Your Name is number two. Because I've been banging that as well. And then number one, I'm really not sure. Really, really not sure. It's a hard one. I want to. S- it could be punching the clock, or it could be hunger and hillside. I'm not sure. I, l- let me think about number. Uh, you think about crazy it. track as well. I love that track. Oh. All right. Oh. So, would you look at that? Yeah. Bro, I never said that J. Cole's album's rubbish, you know. I said it's not the best album. Uncle and Hillside is a crazy track, though. I love that song. Okay, cool. So, for me, I'm going to say in number three, uh, in the third place, I'm not number three, I'll say um, Street Runner by Rod Wave. This one was my number one for pretty much most of the year until something happened recently um essence featuring justin timberlake and thames that was that's number two and number one is uh, peru peru remix oh no that was my question that's not needed i don't think that that remix was not needed. I don't think it was oh, needed. I needed it. It was good. I did not need that. Honestly, oh, that was my question. I was going to ask you guys at the end of this. Did you think that Peru remix was needed? I did not think it was needed. I, I love Ed Sheeran. I'm not going to lie. He's old I love Ed Sheeran too. I've, I've not heard either, so I'm going to play it now. On mute real quick. I love Ed Sheeran too, right? I love Ed Sheeran. He's got some a great songs. He's a great person, but I just really prefer the original. Fair. I I think I need. I'm not gonna. I I jumped on on the on the Peru remix, like after the original. I think, I think it was just because I liked Sheeran and I knew that song was banging because of what you were saying. So upon hearing it, I felt like it was just a nice addition. I didn't think it took away from from the original song at all. Do you know what I mean? I feel like he kind of floated with the song. Does that make sense? And yeah, so I think you're going to add anything to the song for me. Fair, fair. Does that make sense? That's probably why I'm like, ah, why did you waste your time? Like, just leave it as it is. But I think, I'm not saying, like, Ed's a great guy. Like, he's so cool. But I think this one could have been missed. No, but fair. maybe it's just the frame of mind I'm in right now. It's just like, I'm all all for it I love the way to be fair I'm acting as if Ed Sheeran's my brethren and I've got to defend him but to be fair I feel like he respects the culture uh, there's no like cultural appropriation vibe with Ed um, but I just think it's not everything like this one the original is still a banging tune yeah no I hear that you know what in light of that I'm taking off um, Justin Timberlake. Sorry, Justin Timberlake. Justin Bieber from second place. And I'm putting in um, Voice of the Heroes, Lil Baby and uh, Lil Dirk. That's going in number two. 
Your list insults me, Nanny. I don't care. It's my list. That's my list. Rodwave, third place. Lil Dirk, Lil Baby, second. And then Puri, Ed Sheeran, first. What's your list? Mine? Yeah. I feel like my my list has no R&B or hip-hop on there. My list is literally Afrobeats. So, um, I would like to say, I don't know the name of the song. I think it's Extraordinary. Extraordinary Things I'm Doing. That song. Ordinary Things I'm Doing. Yeah, again, that one. That's number five. Uh, number four is going to be, um, oh no, it's called Kill Off, Kill Off Their Share. That, that's number five. Number four uh, is uh, Coming um, by Naira Mali. Number three. It's actually going to be Justin Bieber in terms and uh, Wizkid. It's definitely up there. Um, oh my God, why is the name of the song slipped my mind? Burner Boy, it's a Burner Boy song. Um, oh, I'm so annoyed because it slipped my How mind. How does it go? How does it go? Um, is it Chilla? Chilla? No, no, no. That's um, Wizkid there. But, um, <laughs> um, it's not even a it, no, it's a bait song, but it's not a bait song. Um, but he talks about um, Virgil and King Jones. Um, oh my days! Is it called Want It All? Yes, that's it. Um, yeah, I love that song, and Peru's my number one. The Ed Sheeran remix, right? No, <laughs> not even <laughs> close. Why? Why did Matt go and read? Guys, 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 can I can I change my I'm list? Listening to you guys say what you're saying, yeah, I'm not trying okay. to interrupt you guys. I know I can. I thought, I thought you started getting time. shook. That's why. Right. I thought you like you started to get carried. Can I, 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 I redo my list, please? Go on, it's gonna be no, like, no. Oh, you can't. You have to Jay wait. Cole. You've given your Jay list. Cole. Let Matt. No, I, 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 I didn't give number one actually. All right, all right, go on. I didn't. I didn't give. And also, I feel like I need five. Uh, can you stop making like a massive like presentation about? It? <laughs> <laughs> right, number five is seeing green. Seeing green, as in like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Number four is leave the door open. Number Silk three. Sonic. Yeah. Number three is Mozambique. Can you say the artist that? Okay, Gets featuring JK, yeah. Mozambique. Number two is Tyler, What's Your Name? And number one is Dave in the Fire. Fair enough. That was my third most listened to song uh, last year. And but your most listened to doesn't have to be your favourite. Because if, uh, if it was my most listened to, it would be like... Rain sounds. My most listened to is like a really old Nas song. Second, sorry. My most listened to is really old Nas song, and my second is a really old Miguel song. Yeah, so, if the song came out in January or February this year, that's going to have more time to be a, a highly listened track for you. That's one that came out in November. That is something that you've got to bear in mind. That's true. I don't know how I'm smoking this. I made number seven. Ariana Grande is number nine. That's mad. What Ariana Grande is on? 
positions. Sixty-nine. Okay. Because you replay it every night in your bedroom. Oh, Ariana Grande, baby. Yes. I'm not sure what's going on with you today, Matt. What do you mean? What have I done? What haven't you done is the question. Okay, let me chill. Okay. All right. Am I the mother of this podcast today? Now that Mother Morvali has spoken, (laughs) um, I'm going to say just, I'm going to just put out some tracks that I really enjoyed. My Life by J. Cole. Um... Hunger on Hillside by J. Cole. Um, the whole Wally album. Pretty much every track on the album is fucking fire. But I really like Tiffany Nikes. And what's that one that we like? The one with Yellow Beezy. Um, Down South with Max Kim and Yellow Beezy. Dearly Beloved with Jamie Foxx is also crazy. More Love is Crazy. Poke It Out with J. Cole. Another crazy track. J. Cole had a good year for his own album. I just wanted to point out that most of your tracks were J. Cole. Yep. Marley <laughs> <laughs> and J. Cole is not on J. Cole's album. I've pointed out two tracks on J. Cole's album. Two out of five, right? This album is like, I've given about six tracks here so far. So I was going to name some. And then I'm going to get my top five. So keep up, okay? Keep All up. right, go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> um, where are we now? Oh, going on my list. I really liked the track that um, Little Sims made called How Did You Get Here? Like, that track is just crazy. And I loved it so much. And I was upset when I was at a concert and I thought she wasn't going to actually perform the song. But as she did, and she did like a breakdown of it as well. So, so sick. Um, from Getz's album, Fine Wine, Mozambique, Autobiography is crazy. He told the whole story of his career and he keeps on beat and everything perfectly. It's not a stretch the way he does that song. Incredible. Hard Family, incredible. And Little Boy Peep, really like that track as well. Um, so yeah, that's like bro. You have to give us. Yes. You have to give us your your top five. <laughs> no, not my like album. Album. I don't know. Okay, okay, Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Five family from J Cole. Mozambique from J Cole. No, sorry, from Gets. Sorry, half from Gets. Um, Mozambique from Gets. Um, J Cole would be Hunger and Hillside. I really like that track. That's three of them. Um, four and five will be. Uh, I really like Red Fox Astral from Dave East and Harry Ford. Yes, that was a really good track. Amazing. It's it's too hard to do because I feel like on a different day I might give you a different answer. It's really hard. I feel like we should do a stand. I feel like we should do a list of standout tracks because it's really hard to. Yeah, it's really hard to pick. It's really hard to pick on five. But then my last one though for the top five is Champagne Poetry. Because it had a big impact as well. Not only was the song crazy, Champagne Brochure by Jake, but everyone started doing their remixes. And as much as I really enjoyed the Drake version, Freddie Gibbs remixed it and he absolutely just tore it up. It was mad. Okay, so Freddie Gibbs, um, Champagne Poetry is your number one. I think it's actually called Vice Lord Poetry, his version, but yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I'm surprised none of us actually did have Drake or Kanye in our top fives. 
the albums weren't that good. It's that simple. I think, yeah. I think Kanye had a few good songs, but I don't think any of them are in the same realm as any of the songs we mentioned. Yeah. Like oh, Champagne Poetry was a crazy song, in my opinion, but yeah. I'll give you that. I haven't played uh, CLB for ages, so I can't even remember what it's like. Um, Basically, just top off the track five, and, and you think it's the best album of the year. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, artists of the year. Who, who, yeah. Who's your breakthrough artist of the year? Like, what artists do you think um, will take over 2022? I'm doing what I, I was going to say Central C, but then you reminded me of Wood Wave. Um, you can do your top three. Uh, it's just those two then. I haven't got a third one. Okay. Actually, Breakthrough Artists of this. Sorry, let me just make sure this makes sense. Breakthrough Artists of 2021. Who's the Breakthrough Artists of 2021? Just one person. Does it mean Wood that wave. they have to actually came through this year? Like, is it when they started, or was it going to be a case? Like, came through this year. Okay. I'll say last year, but okay, cool. Last year, sorry. Technicalities. Would, 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 would Skinny Ben count as last year, or was that the year before? The Crocodile Teat. You know, only recently I realised Crocodile Teat was an analogy for bullets. Mm-hmm. It, I, I didn't even think until I realised Crocodile Teeths are like bullets, and I was like, oh... Makes sense. It's basically when it happens so, when you get that revelation, because then you start yeah. thinking the track completely differently. Exactly. So wait, I've got a question, Manny. When you say breakthrough, do you mean from when they first started doing music or from when they first had their first As in, album? as in an artist that wasn't popping bef- in 2020, like, and, like, came surprised, almost like out of the blue in 2021 to, like, hold relevance in your musical... See, after yeah. the six, okay, yeah, because I remember when Lil Wayne like came through with the Carter Three, right, and he won awards like best new artist and stuff like that. And obviously by that point, he's about he released about twenty odd mixtapes, and yeah, he'd, been, he'd been around for so long. The Hot Boys, whatever they're called. Yeah, and then he, he was winning best new artist, and everyone's like confused. How are you even nominated for this award, sort of thing? But yeah, because yeah, I said Wood Wave, but he's been active since twenty sixteen. I mean, yeah, but I mean, but he was big before album. last year as well, I'm sure. But he can't hit the mainstream this year. All right, I said hit the no, mainstream. No, Rod right. Rave would be one of them. Thames would be one of them. Like, obviously, Ice released work oh. before, yeah, but I they don't hit the mainstream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, With that in mind. Like, what is mainstream? Is that selling the platinum selling album? Okay, just no, say, just say, say you're not your artist, and we say yeah. we accept one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still going with Rod Wave. Okay. Any honourable mentions? Central C. Okay. Cool. For me, um, it would be Rod Wave, um, Parsley, and what's his name? Back Row G. Rodwave being number one. Did Backroad G come through this year or was it last year? I think they came, they had their first song last year together, but he released um, his first mixtape this year. Uh, well, really, what are you saying? 
I'm struggling because, to be honest with you, I don't want to pick any of them artists because I don't really like focus on that. I really want to pick Shensia, but I do feel like Shensia might not even fall into this. But yeah, I, feel like I, I, I think she does. Yeah. Think, does she? I, I think she does because um, she had more mainstream success in terms of like linking up with artists like Kanye, Masego. It oh, wasn't that's a good just, point. You, you yeah, had, she was on. Um, followed her from the start of her career. You wouldn't really know. Yeah, I think that's what it is because I followed her from quite early on. Yeah, so same. I feel like um, Shensia definitely mm-hmm. like the freestyles that she dropped this year. Um, I still play them. Um, but yeah, definitely Shensia, man. I feel like, like it was it was twenty nineteen that she was really popping in Jamaica. Yeah. Um, and I think her biggest song was Blessed. I think. It was, oh my gosh, that was 2019. No, it wasn't 2019, that was 2020. You sure? Was it 2020? No, it was 2019, 100%. 2019. Yeah. It was 2019. No, it wasn't 2019, it was 2018. No, I'm pretty sure it was 19. I'm telling you for free, it was 2018. Telling you, 19. <laughs> Are you looking at YouTube or something? Let's Google it now. I'm telling you for free, it's 2019. Matt, no, 2018, sorry. Sorry, 2018. Gen Sia, 20, um, Blessed. Let me just put clean. When did it drop on YouTube? Um... Oh, I swear that was May 2019. Yeah, I remember because when I touched down in Jamaica, it was billboards everywhere. She was literally every billboard was Shenzia. Like, Are you sure it was 2019? Well, of course, it says 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, like, you know, can, you, a you song can, can be made and out before it goes on YouTube, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably what it was because I've heard it. Um, it but it says like which. SoundCloud for example, before. But I'm pretty sure... I, no, I was, was t- following on Instagram. I was in New York. Let me check my Instagram because I'm almost sure. I was in New York when I first heard the song. Um, also, a song could come out in like December or November and then blow up in May the next year, so... Yeah, but I remember when she was putting it... Like, like she was in the promo on her Instagram. I'm 99% sure. Do you know what? You might be right, you know. I thought it was 2019. Sure it was like around August or July in 2019. Yeah, that's definitely pushing it. It was Bro, you might be right, you know. I'm 100 percent right. I'm telling you. Yeah, you're right because I took this picture July 2019. Yeah, you're go. right. There we go. All right, cool. I- I'm okay to say I like I wasn't right. You're good. I accept that. Anyway, so yeah, I would say that you could say she's a breakthrough as well because I, I feel like she's popping the UK. Yeah. Good. So Shanti is my breakthrough. I'm gonna say she's also, she's also honorable mention as well. Boom. Okay. Cool. Who hasn't gone? Has everyone gone? I haven't gone. Oh, sorry, gone, Matt. Um, can I say? Um, who was I going to say now? Fucking hell. Can I say? Yeah, you can say. It. You can say. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a wild card. I was going to say, but I can't remember who it was now. I'm trying to scroll back from my list to see if I can find them real quick, but no, it's not happening. Can I say Jack Harlow? That's what I'm going to say. It's my, my breakthrough. Yeah, I think Jack Harlow is... I don't, I don't like him, but he came through really hard and heavy this year. What about the Kid Leroy? He came through. No, uh, Kid Leroy, I didn't really like his music. Jack Harlow, I said... I remember saying with Jack Harlow, I liked his music. I just don't understand how he's been given access to the artists he's been given access to. That's, that's, it doesn't make any sense to me. But, yeah, um, Jackie Boy. He, he's huge this last year gone was the body remix last year or, no the year before last or this last year what song is that body body Yoda. oh oh <laughs> 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 
Não, 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 Ardy. Oh. Yeah, you definitely he's definitely feel like, yeah, with this shit music. That's what I was thinking. He's actually shit, but he, he's dropped some good verses on people's songs, but his own songs haven't really banged for me or something. I'll say that. Definitely run up on the charts, though. Done really well. Yep, he would do, wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't know. He was just constantly being posted everywhere. It okay. was like you scroll through Instagram without seeing Ardy doing something, whether he's chain shopping, buying jewelry, or just hearing his body verse over and over and over. And Sounds that's like nothing. He's got good management. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying that's what happened to him. And when you get that major push, he must be signed to a bigger label. It's not. I know who his manager is, and his manager himself has not got the resources to do that. So he must have. Some label that's backing him as well, and it's not been announced, it's been signed yet, or maybe it has been announced, and I'm not paying attention. But, um, yeah, also, um, yeah, that's it for me. Can't think of anybody else. Um, all right, cool. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, 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 I think Tion Wayne is a special mention as well. But is Tion Wayne a breakthrough artist this year? I feel like I feel like he actually is, you know. And the reason why I, I say that, the, the reason why I say that, right, is because we are so close to him in the sense of we're just about a similar age demographic. We live in a very similar place to him, right? Tion Wayne went global this year. He went. He had the biggest song in the UK this year. He won the Brit Awards for the for the best song in the UK this year. Like that is seeing major mainstream success mm. from someone that has not had that level of success previously. So I do believe he deserves to be mentioned. He does, and the kids love him. The kids love him. So, yeah, because I would have said his breakthrough song would have been with NSG. Um, what was it? Was it Options? Is that yeah option? No 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 option. You know what I'm talking about, and that was the song, and then his verse on it, like that was probably like because he killed him. I feel like see, I feel like NSG got all the hype for that. I don't know if Tion Wayne did because I don't personally remember yeah, him fair. being on the song. To be completely honest with you, but that's not a disrespect. That's just how I see it. But of course, if I'm not the voice of the of the people, and for if you sure. do feel that um, everyone knew Tion from that, like as in. Countrywide, worldwide, then fair enough. What else in All right, cool. So, last but not least, who is going to blow up in 2022? Shen I could see that happening. I could definitely see but that. She broke through already, no? She was your breakthrough. Um, yeah, the question was blow up. Her own, her own album just going crazy or something like that. Yeah. Worldwide tours, I can see it happening as well. Yeah. I mm. definitely the buzz is crazy right now. She's, she, you see her being invited to all these big events now as well. 
And I feel like and that's she's a beautiful. That's also a big part of it, especially for female artists. The, the beauty does tend to um, weigh heavily on the actual success of the music they, they put out. I, that's not what I was going around. I was just saying she was a be- like beautiful person as well. Oh, a beautiful person, not just not just physically. You mean no, physically she's beautiful, and as a person she's beautiful as well. Okay, I agree. Mm-hmm. She does she does appear to be like that. So, yeah, um, I'd back that one. Hmm. I've got a quick question here as well about we talk about breakthroughs. Does Young Boy NBA count? No, Young Boy NBA is mainstream. He gets team up many numbers. I feel like he's crossed over into the mainstream now. I feel like he had a massive buzz on the underground and with kids on YouTube. But now his numbers are just like fully there on the billboards. Sorry, this sounds silly. There's Flyboy NBA's in it. So then I'm thinking about Youngboy NBA. Yeah. He had a buzz with the kids on the YouTube. Yeah, he did. He did have yeah. massively, without a doubt. But now it's, it's it's seeing mainstream success now. So, yeah, he had the number one album in the country for like three weeks. Or something like that. It's crazy. In the UK? I don't know about the UK, but American artists, they always have like, the market for them is America. They don't really care about the UK too tough. Yeah, but I'm just asking because you said in the country. Oh, no, I meant in America. He's American. Okay. Yeah. There's a UK artist called Ling Hustle, who I think could potentially blow up next year. Um, female artist, Ling Hustle. Um, and there's another one. She, uh, she had the really dope... Uh, I think her name's Bella. B-E-L-L-A-H. Dope um, Colours clip on youtube if you if you have time to look at it very incredible song um outside of that there's like some rappers that have been gaining a buzz recently um but i haven't really dived into them maybe that's something we can do this month i'll 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 find their names and then we'll review like maybe a mixing or project Outside of that, is there anyone else that you guys think has the potential nope. to blow up? Nope. I'm a Sheng Yang. <laughs> All right, cool. So I guess that wraps up 2021. Onwards 21. and forwards to 2022. Oh, right. Here we go, guys. Look, I just want to say thank you for listening to us last year. Um, we look forward to your listenership in the upcoming year as well. Thank you all, Matt, Morvali, Oli, for <laughs> all of us. Me as well, down the back, who smashed it. I, I, thank myself. I thank myself. I thank myself for all of us. Who's that Snoop Dogg, yeah? Snoop Dogg, yeah. No, honestly, guys, it's been it's been real fun. I've actually really enjoyed it. As you know, we all bubble, we all bounce with each other, and this is always a good fun time when we're um, recording. So it's been great working with you guys over the past year, or in more release case, about six months now. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, we're gonna get another six more months out of you, and then another six after that. We just keep going. But we'll see how it goes. As always, we record every week. We try to give you the latest news going on some comedy in there as well hope you guys are enjoying 
Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. We do. We really do. Yeah, we do. Boom. Cool. Well, yes, if nothing's left, socials. Follow me, Manuel Yates, on on Twitter. You can follow us collectively, ESOS underscore, on um, Twitter as well, and on Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OCClark underscore 10. You can find me, Mo Money Moors, on Instagram <laughs> at Morbly. At Morbly on Snapchat. Yeah, done <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee, on Twitter at Mr. Matty Lee. And yeah, I would actually like to know what you guys think in it. So send me a message and whatever. Let's have a let's have a Twitter conversation. Let me know how you feel in the pod. It goes down in the DM, it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, sweet. Until next week. Take care. Peace. Ciao. Bye. Bye. The A Source Podcast.